A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. How's, how are you feeling today? <laughs> um, last night was... Um, Yesterday's uh, Chinese New Year, so we had a we had a great dinner last night. Super salty. The wine was flowing. Uh, such a great night. Um, hashtag worth it, absolutely. But definitely feeling it today. Um, just a reminder that this program absolutely uh, takes into consideration life, um, vacays, holidays, birthdays, anniversaries, all the celebratory days. You know how you navigate them is completely up to you. Some people are going to be super hardcore and come hell or high water. They're going to do all of the things. You know, um, all the birthdays, anniversaries celebratory days they come around every year you know this this may be the year that you decide to just do what you need to do and get this shit done um or you can just you know take a day-by-day approach to this and show up and you know make the most of each day and have as many of your choices fall in line with your goals and still enjoy life um there are many of you who are being super hardcore and cutting out all the bread and pasta and there's some of you are still having your avocado toast in the morning but trying to jack up that protein and still having you know your pizza night on a friday night I've learned through working with many clients that everyone sort of, you know, they navigate the process differently. And as much as I'm like a go hard, go home, get the shit, shit done, not here, do the minimum kind of gal, I appreciate that some of you maybe want to take a different approach, right? Because I've had clients where I'm like, come on, what are you doing, whatever. And they're like, yo, Gina, chill, man. Like, I'm happy to just like, you know, lose the weight on my own timeline. So it's all about your own timeline. Um, and with that said too, if ever you need to take time off the program or plan for whatever reason, um, because you have a vacay um, and maybe you're away or maybe you know something's happening in your life or you just can't prioritize yourself or you just kind of need a minute or maybe you're just not feeling it um, the ad the program takes that into account and it's actually structured in a way that you can easily pick up from where you left off so think of that analogy of the house right where you're building your house and every day you're showing up and building your house and say one day you know you just you can't you can't show up, you're sick or you know you got something else going on you can't build your house or you go away for a weekend or you know a week uh, a a week-long vacation or whatever that might be it's just a matter of getting back and getting back to building your house so there's no wiping away your work and starting again with that kind of diet mentality so with that we're gonna have people who are gonna be uh, following a little bit behind in the program that is totally normal and expected just so you know don't worry about that focus on your own journey if ever you do take a step back and you, and you want to jump back into it and you're not sure how to do that just reach out we're, ha- we're happy to help and help to, to advise you how to keep things moving so the program because it's very systematic one week leads into the next leads into the next and like each week is the build the jumping off point for the following week you do want to make sure you're putting the proper amount of time into the process so you do want to complete the 91 days um, but it might take you like a, you know it may take you I don't know 120 days uh, to complete the process so the program is very forgiving that way so please do not stress so if ever you can't follow it's not a big deal it's not the end of the world we actually have people who will reach out and people who have reached out and been like oh my god I totally messed up this weekend should, should I, is there any point in continuing there's always a point in continuing you're on that road to that finally and forever destination there's lots of things that are going to get in your way and slow you down and set you back and all of that the goal is just to keep showing up until eventually you reach that goal alright let's get into the questions today uh, I am going live today obviously 
obviously at 9 a.m. again tonight at 7 p.m. If you want to join me today at 11 a.m., uh, we're going to be talking to sleep expert, expert Julia Glowinski. Man, I got so many questions for her. If you got questions for her, you still have time to put them over on the poster. I'm going to pop in there one more time and, you know, finish my list of questions that you want me to ask her. Um, we're going to talk about sleep. Sleep and stress is kind of the theme for today um, based, off of, based off of yesterday and our conversation about maximizing all of the things that you can do besides the food, the water, and the supplements that are going to help with this process. And sleep and stress are two big ones that can have a massive impact. Even though your stress isn't going to go away and you may not be able to get more sleep, you can help your body manage your stress and you can get better quality sleep. So that's the conversation today. Um, we, we are doing a meditation share page as well. So if you guys have any apps or any tips that you want to share, um, there's a place for you guys to do that as well. All right, let's get right into those questions today and see where you at. Oh, good morning. Hi, Janet. Good morning. Non-scale victory. When putting on my jeans, it no longer feels like I'm trying to stuff a 25-pound turkey into a 20-pound man. Yes, some of you will be noticing um, your weight may not be dropping, but your body should be transforming in front of your eyes. But you've got to be noticing. That's the key. So many times I say as your, to clients, is your body changing? They're like, huh? What do you mean? I'm like, well, like, is your body changing? Are you noticing a difference in how your body looks? Is your clothes fitting differently? Is there more ease in your staff? Like, you know, are you noticing any change and some people just don't want to look some people are like no and I'm like well don't you look in the mirror and they're like no I don't look in the mirror so if you are looking, you're going to literally see your body transforming in front of your eyes. If you are tracking and, 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 you know, kind of highlighting, that's what tracking is, kind of highlighting all those non-scale victories, you know, you're bringing those to the forefront of your mind. It's a great way of keeping yourself motivated, you know. Hi, uh, where are you? Um, do, 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 do. I love your clothes. Would love to know where you shop. Um, Zara, I do a lot of Zara. I used to be a big winner's girl. I know, random. Uh, but I get asked this a lot. Um, I used to be a winner's girl just for retail therapy nothing like going into winners and kind of like going through those racks and you know um, I have a, like a pretty specific sense of style I know what works what doesn't work I don't wear a lot of dark colors I don't wear a lot of patterns I kind of know you know kind of what I like um, it's very boring and comfort is my style <laughs> legit that's my whole style um, it's close as I can get to wearing pajamas on a daily basis um, but Zara pretty much everything that you see me wearing these days um, Zara's easy I pop in I pop out um, you know it's an easy place in the mall to get to I'm not a fan of going to, I'm not a fan of shopping at all believe it or not um it's a one-stop shop for me for sure hi Colette good morning I'm wondering how to jump back on the program since I fell off last Thursday oh this is timely I was just talking about that um where are you I got into a skiing accident, was on bed rest since, since, but today I'm finally able to move about again and want to get back on track. I just don't know where to start do I pick up from last week or do I start week three today um okay Call it. You'll have to excuse me. I'm not sure if you're a returning member or not. Um, and your your photo doesn't look so familiar. So it sort of depends if you're a new member or a returning member, right? So if you're a returning member, then you can just you can jump in now and kind of zip zip, pull it all together, really be in tune, start asking those four questions, right? But if you're a little bit unsure about the process and you're new, then you definitely want to put the time into it. Um, now, the last couple weeks have been the same food plan-wise, right? So we've just been doing the same shit day in, day out for the last couple weeks. So you don't even really need to go back and repeat that, but doing the same shit over and over for what's for a rhyme and a reason to allow the body to calm down from the changes. So your body coming off of a stressful situation has also gone into like, like detox healing over time, right? So while all of us are trying to get our bodies to pay attention, start focusing on making change, your body like got smacked with big 
big smack, life smack in the face and was forced to focus on yourself. So your body's in a, in a been in a state of healing. Um, so if you kind of have the wherewithal and you're really, you know, consistent, you've been consistent about following the program or you're confident in your ability, like if you get into week three, where we're at now, you got to dive in and be in. That's my point. If you're a little unsure of the process and you've been a little hit and miss, you know, and you're not quite there yet, then I would give yourself back it up. I would back it up a little bit and literally pick up from where you, from where you stopped. Right? So I don't, last Thursday. So you've been off like a week. So you off like a week. Um, you're, you're, I don't know the state of your body. You might mentally be thinking you're ready to get back at it. It's more so your appetite. Like if you don't have much of an appetite, it might be hard to jump on plan and force your body when your body's like, yo, I'm, I don't want to eat because I'm focused on healing over here. You know, like it really is like focused on that. But if you feel like you're over, like you're over it, you're ready to get back at it. Your energy's coming back. Your appetite is back. Then you can dive right into where we are at now. If you're feeling confident about that, or you can go back and then add in that extra week like right now now as we move forward you know if this was week six and you 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 know you stop following at week four I'd be like get your ass back to week four you know start from there and pick up and move it forward from there because you don't want to miss out in that time but because it's been the same shit um depending on how consistent you've been before like you could have been really hit and miss before and then you you know got sidetracked and then it's a little bit chaotic and you don't really have any kind of momentum um but if you were pretty on before the ski accident and you just got to step back and you just kind of took a week break. You got options. You can, you can, you can, you can start from where you, you left off or you can get in right now, like get in right now, but really get right into asking those four questions. Be so super consistent. Like you can't mess around, right? You don't have time to ease into it. If you jump into where we're at, because week four is all about downsizing. And this is where we're going to be making tweaks and changes to the body. So the whole goal is to have this food plan become second nature and very routine, right? So we need you to dive in and start making it super, super routine, right? So if you do that and you're confident in your ability to do that, then you can jive right in today. But if not, then you might want to give yourself a little bit more grace, a little bit more time uh, to kind of ease into it and get, get to that solid place, you know? Um, so then you can go back and pick up where you left off. That's specific to you and where you're at right now, right? If you ask me that question next week, my answer might be a little bit different because then we're into downsizing. You can't just jump into downsizing without prepping the body for that. Again, that's the, that's where there's like week three is really the jumping off point to where we start with to mess with portions. So if you were asking me this and you had missed week three and you were jumping into week four, I'd be like, nah, you got to go back to week three. You really got to indulge in that mindfulness. You got to ask those four questions. You got to be in tune to that body as much as possible before you move into week four, right? So, so that's a great question for where you're at right now. Uh, meditation will be sharing lots. Can't wait to write my first meditation. One of my new goals for this year. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I don't do so much like grounded meditation, but I definitely take time in the morning to ground myself, um, to take a few deep breaths, to harmonize my day, to visualize, right? I kind of go through my day and the things I need to do. And I usually put a tone on my day. Today's going to be a productive day, a fun day. I just want to make it through my day. <laughs> like today, you know what I mean? Um, today's just like one of those calm, cool, collected days where, you know, we're good we're good everyone in this group is good it's got a good vibe to it you know you guys got a lot to do this week you're focusing on those portion sizes you're focusing on being so consistent which is easier said than done when you're starting to get bored with that routine plus we busted out maximizing right maximizing is like 20 different things that you can focus on that are going to help with this process you guys got a big massive to-do list this week moving forward you know so it's just about getting a handle on that and pulling the things together and next thing you know you're going to be in that zone weight dropping body changing feeling 
something really good. You're going to have like, you're going to really get in that zone where you kind of really understand the choices that you're making and how your body's responding to those. And you're going to really come to understand what your body needs and doesn't need, right? Really differentiating between those actual needs, physical needs of your body and those wants, right? Those wants that you've tied in around food. Hi, Donna. I left a more detailed message the other day about the accuracy of the Garmin watch trackers with regards to sleep patterns. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I am, um, yeah, I mean, there's lots of great technology out there at the end of the day to track and sleep and stuff like that. I mean, even with our app, eventually we're going to have our apps be able to work with, you know, um, all your watches and all your devices and stuff like that. So whatever really works for you at the end of the day, we're going to be talking to Julia Glowinski. Um, perhaps she got some tips or some insider information on some good devices. So we'll talk, we'll chat about that. Hi, Shannon. Having all the feels this time around, scale is not behaving how it did in previous rounds. Great. You don't want it to. Trying to keep in mind fresh eyes and not get too frustrated. Again, let me read that again. Why would you want your body, why would you expect or want your body to react exactly the same that it did last time? That would mean that you made no impact and didn't make any kind of changes whatsoever last time, right? And your body's gone through this huge transformation, just giving it the time that it needs just focus, prioritizing yourself alone. Even if you didn't lose one pound, what your body can do in that time is pretty amazing. Like, it, like it's not unusual, you guys, for like men especially to get off blood pressure medications, cholesterol meds. They've been taking for 20 years and as short as like, you know, a month, month and a half. Like actually, because the body every second of the day is trying to repair and rebuild and regenerate and rejuvenate and, and make you as healthy as possible so it's on your side. So really, you really want to watch that. Like straight up, Shannon, you really want to respect that your body is different. Um, you've learned a lot, you've changed, and now you're bringing this new body to the table, right? So you got new things that you want to focus on, but you absolutely have the advantage, right? And, but, but to have the scale, like frustrate, like, come on now, come on now, you're gonna let that scale frustrate you? Like, really? You know, this process really, like, honestly, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really, it's really easy to sidetrack. Like the novelty of starting again is wearing off right? The novelty of starting again is wearing off. The raw, raw, the system bomb, got this, get it fresh, yeah! Now you're like, fucking week three, eat the same old shit, like, scale's not moving, like, fuck, right? Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know it gets messier, you know it, you know it gets messy. So that's a big part of that, right? That's a big part of that. So, you know, second time around, you absolute third time, fourth time, you have the advantage. Like, for example, you don't got to mess around, try to figure out asking those four questions. Get right into it. Start asking those four questions. When it comes to those portions, eat just enough. So when you're walking away 10, 15 minutes later, you're feeling satisfied, not full, not stop. Pull up that maximizing post. You shooting tens on that? Are you shooting tens? Like legit. Have you, have you read over, have you done that maxima? Have you done the troubleshooting? Did you pull up the 20? Did you do the 20 questions? Right? Did you do the 20 questions? Or have you, have you pulled that out? Have you given your score? What's your score? Yeah, I'm going to hit you up with that right away. I'm going to hit you up with that right away, all you returning members. What's your score on the maximizing post? New members, we're not even talking about that till week seven, right? But this is what I'm saying. Returning members, be all in. You know what you need to do to maximize the shit out of this process. And then if you are doing everything you can to maximize everything you're doing, right? Then it's just time. Then you know it's time. Then it's just time your body needs. It's just time your body needs. But you know better. You know better, so do better, right? And not, this is not me giving you a lecture. This is me reminding you that you know better. Don't fall into those old habits. Don't that pattern of thinking. Don't fall into that. You don't fall into that. Because we'll have people literally who will crush and drop 80 pounds, but they want to lose 100. And, you know, they're on a lap, long plateau with 80. And they're like, oh my God, what if I cannot lose this weight? What if I, what if I can't do it? What if my body is done? When they clearly have weight to lose, you're body ain't done you might be done 
you might be done. It's been a long haul. You've lost a lot of weight. You might be tired of this. You might be done. You might want to be finished with this journey. You're like, I'm done. I, I, I may not have got to Disneyland, but I'm okay at, I don't know, Marine Lands. So I'm going to go to Marine man that's a whole other thing but that was a bad example <laughs> but you know what I mean right you know what I mean you may decide that you know you, you don't you where you thought you wanted to go is not really where you want to go you know but only you will know when you get there but it is real that feeling of you know I've done this like look what I've done but am I going to be able to complete it like it's the same thing like people stress out about losing weight then when they're once their weight start but once they start losing their weight then they start stressing about maintaining their weight like there's just always some future trip coming down that pipeline right so just recognize you have the advantage that's what you want to do you recognize you have the advantage you got this you got this you got this you got this no you know how this works you got this right that kind of attitude. Uh, down to the last hook on my bra from the first non from the first. I love that non-scale victory. I bought a couple new bras yesterday myself. Actually, um, I love that. I love that. Hi, Krista. Lost around nine pounds, but I feel so much better. My clothes fitting better. Can't wait to see what I can get done. Yeah, it's so exciting. The the you know the responses that you guys are already getting. Um, you know, just all the non-scale victories and the actual movement on the scale and all of that. Imagine that times like three. Like it's been three weeks. We're gonna be doing this for three months. You know, like I get excited about that because look at what's already happening in a few short weeks. So if you can imagine, and I know some of you are a little bit like, oh my god, but you because you you kind of think that it gets harder as you go based on the other diets that you've done. So you think, oh my god, like if I haven't lost a big chunk now, it's only gonna get harder as I go, and that couldn't be further from the truth. With this process, it gets easier as you go, right? Because you're more in tune to your body. Your body wants this back on just as much as you do. You know at the end of the day so um it's really cool how they all those non-scale victories add up and if you're not paying attention to your non-scale victories you really should honestly because there's going to be so many you're just going to start compiling a list you're going to feel really great about this process sooner rather than later it really becomes about all of those amazing non-scale victories and less about the weight although don't make no mistake we're still relentless in our pursuit of getting that scale to move hi patricia happy to report that after my weekend in north bay celebrating my daughter's birthday enjoying a piece of coconut cream pie and a dairy queen blizzard weight on monday was up two pounds yep that would be expected right got back on the program and two days running my weight has dropped and it's only a couple ounces from Friday's weight yeah so also expect not only for your weight to go down back down but to continue to move because a lot of times that's what happens if you're really consistently following the program and then you do kind of indulge and then your weight is up rightfully so um a lot of times whatever you indulge in can kind of challenge your digestive system and then your body trying to get it out like literally your body knows what works and what doesn't work for it right so whatever you're indulging in high sugar and high salt and all those things high fat in the body it doesn't jive well with the body. The body's going to be quick to detox it out. It always did. It always did, right? Always when you eat something kind of not great for your stomach, you're out it goes. So your body's going to do that. It's going to put that natural detox process. So this is why your body will kind of, whenever you go off the rails, this is why you don't blow off your whole day, your whole weekend or whole week, just because a few bites of bits or some, you know, dairy queen here and there. Um, because yeah, your weight can go up, but you know, it's just a matter of your body processing that shit out. Next thing you know, not only is your weight back down, but it's on the move again. And that happens more often than not. That ha more happens more often than not. Uh, non-scale victory pants that fit in December were worn on pants that fit great in December were worn on Sunday and had to be hiked up several times yeah 
Um, so many of you are going to join the Drop the Pants Club, uh, where your pants just randomly fall off because you refuse to buy new clothes or your body is changing. We hear that so often. <laughs> we hear that so often. You might want to invest in a belt. Do you know that, that? Do you know I don't own a belt? I don't own one belt. Not one belt. Uh, talk about maximizing. What in the heck happened? I'm sure I read all of the maximizing last time and can't believe the bits I missed. Maybe I just wanted to see. Susan, I love this. Yeah. Absolutely. Or you just weren't ready, right? Like you got out of the maximizing post, what you got out of it, where you were at at the time. Now in reviewing it again, right? From where you were at, there's probably new things that you're recognizing that you can focus on, which is so cool. We are going to get into using that maximizing post down the road as a troubleshooting. Like literally, we're not worried if your weight isn't moving now. We're not worried if it's not moving in the next couple of weeks, but we will get to a point where we're going to be starting to get concerned um, if your weight isn't moving. And then we're going to bust out the big guy. And that's where I'm going to take you through a troubleshooting post and, and go through all the things. And we ask you to give yourself a score of one out of 10. Now, this is not to judge yourself. It's to look for areas of opportunity and to highlight the things that you can do. And you can also do this on that on the maximizing post now. Um, in fact, I believe I've, I've added instructions to do that. I, first, I was weary because I was like, I don't want people grading themselves and giving themselves a number. Like with dieting is like berating enough. I don't want to get into grading ourselves on it. But some of you legit are wondering, what can I do? And some of you legit think, listen to this, please. Some of you legit think that you're doing all the things. You're not doing all the things. You're thinking about all the things. You're really wishing and wanting this bad. And you may be doing a lot of things or you may be doing the things better than you used to drink them before. But chances are you're not maxing out at a 10. And it's been my experience when I actually took people through this troubleshooting session that they would give themselves a 10 for something like exercise, right? When I said, okay, you've given yourself a 10. What do you do for exercise? Oh, well, I'm walking my dog three times a week. I'm like, okay, but like, listen, not that you need to exercise on the program and I can appreciate walking your dog three times a week, but that ain't no 10. That ain't no 10. You know, like walking your dog three times a week up a hill, getting your heart rate up, you know, max, maxing it out. You know, I would maybe give yourself, you know, like a seven, eight for effort, right? Um, so you may not get 10 with exercise, but if you telling yourself you, you get a 10 when you're just walking your dog around the block, like literally walking your dog around the block, not getting your heart rate up, not doing any of those things, you don't get a 10 for that or water, right? Um, people will give themselves a 10 for water. I said, okay, you know, based on how tall you are and how active you are, how much water you're drinking. Oh, I'm drinking like two liters every day. Okay. Well, that's your, you know, you're six foot tall. You want to lose 60 pounds. You need more than two liters. Why would you give yourself a 10? Well, because I'm drinking more water than I ever have. So I get a 10 for effort. That's the thing. You don't get 10s for efforts. You get 10s for doing, right? And it's not that we want to be critical of ourselves or judge ourselves on what we're doing or not doing, but we want to recognize the things that we can do. So that's a great practice for you to do with that maximizing post is kind of read it over and assess your situation and be real, real with yourself, real, real with yourself, right? Because again, I've seen people bust out the 10s. Like the person literally is like, I'm Gina, I'm doing all of the things. I'm like, okay, let's get you on camera and let's chat it out. And when I chat to them, they're not doing all the things, not even close to doing all the things. They're like trying really hard and they're putting in a great effort, but they're not actually doing the things, you know, like something like stress. We're talking about stress today. And one of the easiest things you can do to help manage your stress is to take a minute to breathe deeply. You guys have seen all that, all the stress apps. What do they all have you doing? Breathing. Everyone, we're so stressed. We're constantly 
constantly shallow breathing. Our nervous system is fucking shot, you know? Um, deep breathing really helps to calm the nervous system, right? Increase your oxygen flow. So, you know, taking a nice deep breath in, you know, for seven seconds, exhaling for seven seconds, or breathe in for four seconds, hold your breath for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds. There's all different ways to do it, but it's such a simple thing that can have a massive impact on your health, yet who's done that? Do you know what I mean? Like who's, who's taking time to like all the returning members, you know, I, I talk about this, right? When we talk about, I'm doing all the things to manage my stress. Really? Have you taken time to have a few deep breaths today? Such a simple thing that can just work wonders and probably not, right? Probably not. So that's what I mean by doing all the things, all the things. Sometimes like we, we know we're stressed and we think that because we know we're stressed and we're aware of it, that's managing our stress. No, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Being aware of your stress is not managing your stress. Staying up late, watching Netflix at night, staying on your phone, talking about how you're so stressed is not managing your stress. You know, none of those things. Same thing with trying to get a better sleep. You know, like if you're staying up and you're watching TV and you're trying to get a better sleep and you were tired at 9.30, but you stay up till 11.30 and then when 11.30 comes around, you can't get to sleep because you're past the point of no return. You know, if you know that you're doing that, you don't give yourself a 10 for knowing. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So I love Max because I love this it's my favorite week by far hands down even Sonia she's noticed a change in me I fucking stress out the first couple weeks of the program because I'm so concerned about the new people right understanding and sticking around long enough and kind of sticking with it because like if you can make it past week three week four chances are you're going to be here at the end but it's like getting the people to move past that but now that we're here you guys like if you're here you're gold because there's so much for you to do it's it's moving past just following the food plan right and just haphazardly eating now we're specific asking for questions being in tune to those portions, right? Really taking it next level in terms of getting it in tune to our body, maximizing, doing all the things. We're having conversations about sleep and your stress and your and your health issues and nutritional deficiencies and food sensitivities and bowel movements and all those things that you can focus on that help with this process, right? Which is so super cool. Like this is why it's one of my favorite weeks. Um, funny you say that. I avoid mirrors at all costs. I logged into a Zoom meeting yesterday and it didn't take me five minutes to adjust the angles for a double chin. It's gone. Ha. Right? <laughs> yeah. I get that. I get that. But you know, nodding, this is your body and you, this is where you're going to live for the rest of your life, you know, and you really want to honor that and come to love that. And self-love isn't tied to the size of your body or how you look. That's the problem. You know, people who are disfigured, for example, like who have disfigurements or whatever, um, that's the, you know, to, to say that your love is based on how you look, the size of your body, you know, um, it's just, it's not, it's, that has nothing to do with self-love. Self-love is really honoring yourself and recognizing yourself and literally taking time to prioritize yourself and, and love yourself, help yourself, you know, all of those things, all of those things. And that's why so many people don't want to look in the mirror, you know, they don't want to, or they, maybe you don't want to face your reality or whatever. Like, listen, facing our shit, man, that's, that's tough, right? Working through our shit. Um, I, I love working working through my shit, but it, man, it's exhausting. And sometimes it's not fun, you know, and with this process, it's like getting on the scale, like looking in the mirror for some people can be like getting on the scale for some people. And, you know, I get it. I get how traumatizing that can be. But at the same time, if you're really going to conquer this, you're going to work through this and you're going to get to that finally and forever, then why wouldn't you use a, the, like the main tool, right? 
the main tool. So, you know, also like awareness. So I guess when we're talking about awareness and mindfulness and how your body's responding to the process, it's, you know, looking in the mirror can be a good tool too. Cause you can literally, when you're looking in the mirror, see your body transform in front of your eyes. You know, this is where you can stand in front of the mirror and say nice things to yourself, right? Like a lot of us have really done a number on ourselves with our negative, you know, dialogue that we constantly got going, you know, and a big part of this process is to rewire how your body's come to function, but also your brain and that a lot of your negative self-talk is just, it's habit now. It's pattern, it's habit, it's tied to physical responses. A lot of us over the last couple of years are on, are on edge, we're edgy as fuck, our nerves are shot, you know, like, so we're extra sensitive to this process. And that's why when you're extra sensitive to this process, you know, it's hard to focus on your, like, it's hard to prioritize yourself for some people. It feels very indulgent, it feels very selfish, you know, just making time for yourself. Just for some people to take the time to drink their water, take the time to eat, take the time at all for themselves. They feel like riddled with guilt about that, right? Like you're not worthy of, of taking the time to, you know, eat a good meal or, you know, do the things or prioritize your needs over, you know, maybe everybody else like you're used to doing, you know, like you're used to doing. Um, all the long scale victories. I love it. My hair and skin feel, feel so good. Don't need the extra zipper on my boots. Oh, I love that. I love that. Hi, Lisa. I'm back after a stomach flu and feeling so much better. Yeah, there's always people in the beginning who get hit by sickness and they can't even imagine what a bummer that would be, you know? Um, but that sickness protocol is there for a reason. After the stomach flu and feeling so much better, interesting that this was the week to start really paying attention to how we feel and we eat and don't or because of what we eat. I was kind of forced to do that when sick. And now that I'm bringing all the foods back in, I notice that I'm eating less and feeling satisfied with less. Yes! I actually used that as an example the other day about your digestive system kind of resetting, how your body gets used to the larger portions and the amount of insulin it needs to process and digest those larger portions, right? And I use that as an example to have you ever gotten sick and you can't eat for a bit and like the size of your stomach kind of shrinks for lack of a scientific <laughs> description. Um, it kind of your digestive system kind of resets, right? And that's why people be like, oh, I can't eat a lot. I was sick. No, you can't eat a lot because while you were sick, your body kind of reset all of that shit, right? It had an opportunity because you weren't indulging in the sugars and the carbs and the larger portions and all of that to kind of drop down those insulin levels. So it's kind of like a mini version of what of what we're really doing here on a large scale and every little bout of sickness kind of does that not gives you an opportunity to kind of re you know like um like uh, reset those those I call them insulin sensitivity level like it not an insulin sensitivity in regards to like diabetics but there gets to be a certain point where your body is sensitive it's it's expecting a certain amount of insulin and so as this program progresses you're going to notice your body's going to um, your body's going to naturally use less insulin and that is going to equate to smaller portions but getting just as satisfied on those smaller portions as you did for those larger portions so getting sick creates kind of a mini version of that naturally it naturally happens where we're trying to make it happen because obviously hopefully you guys aren't getting sick so we had to kind of recreate that situation while following the plan so cool um so i i use that um okay i was kind of forced to do that when sick and now that i'm bringing all the foods back i notice that i'm eating less and feeling satisfied with less yes i never throw out food um i'm a boomer and well in my house being italian you would never have thrown uh thrown out the family if you didn't eat all of the mama's food yeah you would have thrown out the family if you didn't eat all the food um but boy did it do a number on me last night I was satisfied after three quarters of my meal and threw out the rest that's a huge win yes so so many of you have food issues that you don't even know 
you have. Um, and these are really going to be highlighted next week when we do start messing with portions um, in our downsizing week. This is why you've got to be, but we're not there yet. So be super in tune, ask yourself these four questions. Um, but leaving food on your plate is going to be really difficult for some of you because you're going to realize that you have food waste issues or food scarcity issues or whatever that might be. I mean, I could like talk about how if you really are into food waste, there's all sorts of programs that you can volunteer to be a part of and actually really make a difference, right? I don't know that you not eating all of the dinner you plated for yourself is really going to do anything in terms of saving the world food issue wise, because whether you consume it or you throw it out, it's kind of the same, same in the end. Do you know what I'm saying? And then also like, I totally get the wanting to the food waste issues and I totally get that. But also this is like, this is specific. You're taking this time to help your body lose weight. And what's going to happen in the end is you are actually going to help food waste issues by consuming less food and feeling just as satisfied. A lot of times people will really notice their grocery list, the, 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 they spend less money on groceries because they're consuming less food. So it kind of all washes out and works out in the end. But one of the best tips for doing that is either like to really pay attention to your food in the beginning. How is this portion for me? And if you think it's too much, take a little bit off. Remember, you can always go back and get seconds. Being in tune and eating to satisfaction is just as much fine tuning those portions and eating just enough so that when you're walking away 10, 15 minutes later, you're feeling satisfied and not full and stuff as it is if you've eaten that portion, you're still hungry, going back and getting seconds and eating more until you're satisfied. Like it really works both ways. So when it comes to asking yourself those four questions to minimize food waste, if you have an inkling that you're one of those people or it's starting to bother you, um, or it does when we start downsizing, because a lot of you are already noticing that your portions are naturally decreasing. So some of you are packing the same size lunches, but you're like, I'm not eating. I'm, I'm getting satisfied on less. What do I do? Well, this is like, well, you just, you leave it or put it back in the container and put it back in your fridge. Out of sight, out of mind with this works. Like if you, if you have food left, pack it up, even in the smallest of containers, put it in your fridge. At least, you know, right now you might eat it later. Someone else might eat it later. Like right now you don't have to deal with the food waste issue, right? Like you're, you're disconnecting the food waste issue with the food that you're eating. So this way you don't have to deal with the food waste issue. You can set that aside, right? And this way you can still do what you need to do on plan, be in tune to those portions. And eventually throughout this process, you're going to work through those food waste issues, right? So that's a tip for that. That's a tip for that. Cause it's a real thing. It is a real thing and it can really do a number on you. Absolutely. But you have to understand that this kind of mentality that eat everything on your plate and there's starving kids everywhere and you're going to sit there until you're done and you don't want to waste. And that's all, you know, all of that has led you to be disconnected from your body. When you, when you eat past, when you're satisfied, when you don't eat, when you're hungry, when you don't sleep, when you're tired, you know what I mean? Like that's created a massive disconnect that you eat the food anyway, because that's your way of, and then this is how fucked up it is that you eating that food is like, you know, someone else made that food for you as their way of showing love. So then if you don't, like, like you said, to your point, if you don't consume that food that they made for you out of love, even if that means that you got to step out of your comfort zone and eat far beyond when you feel comfortable, you get kicked out of the family. So now you being part of that family depends on you eating all of that food that was made for love for you, even though, you know, your body is throwing messages saying too much, too much, too much. Right. But it's so, so deep. And that's where those deep belief systems come. So that's what you're working. That's what some of you are hardcore working against here, right? Like finishing everything on your plate is just, it's so much bigger than even food waste issues. It's 
deep connections and what you've been taught, right, throughout your life. So this is a lot of shit to do, a lot of shit to work through, a lot of shit to work through. Uh, I'm dying to hear your answer. How do you feel about taking creatine supplements while losing weight? I mean, it's not, you can if you want. Hi, Max, how you doing? Um, you can if you want, especially if you're working out. They're not on my top make or break list for supplements because if you're, if you're deficient in magnesium or you're deficient in vitamin D, then, then that's going to cause a lot of issues. That's going to prevent your body from a really basic level functioning in the way that we need. Like magnesium, for example, does like, they say it does 300 things in the body. That's, that's been jacked up to six. Now they're talking upwards of a thousand. They still don't even know all the things that magnesium is responsible for. One of the things though is converting your foods into energy, right? So that's pretty basic and necessary. Um, so if you're deficient in vitamin D and, you know, not getting enough omega-3s or magnesium and those kinds of things, um, that can impact how your body's responding to the process and its ability to focus on weight loss. So creatine would be something like we have, a, so later on down the road in week six, we have a secondary supplement list. It's got things like MCT oil on it, which could be good too, right? That's kind of like, it works like those old thermogenics, like fat burners, like, but so when you take the MCT oil, which is derivative of co coconut oil, it bypasses uh, your digestive system, hits you straight in the liver, gives you that kick, calms you down. I used to use this a lot with bodybuilders. Um, so that might be something you're interested in. Haven't lost a pound and I gained a pound that I stayed on all week, but I'm trusting the process. Yeah, absolutely trust the process. Really dive into asking yourself those four questions. Next week is when we actually actively start trying to lose with our downsizing. It's just the first week of many that we're going to do. So if, you're, if your weight's not rolling into week two, week three, like uh, so in the next couple weeks, then yeah, hit me up with all these extra things that you can maximize. Did you see it yesterday? So yesterday we did a post on maximizing, right? So for example, when it comes to exercising, one of the ways you can maximize is by helping, you know, you don't definitely know don't need like pre-workout or post-workout drinks in terms of extra fuel or extra protein but there are all sorts of recovery um you know things that you can add in if you are exercising also though if you are exercising refer to the exercise post because is your body transforming because if you're not you're not dropping any weight i am totally okay as long as you are noticing your body transform in front of your eyes so when you're working out along with following this this food plan you should just use every day you wake up you should notice a difference in your body so if that's happening great i'm not so worried about what's happening on the scale the scale will come when we actually start trying to drop the scale but um same thing with like bc bccas like there's lots of sort of things that you can add in there i call them one-offs like there's all sorts of things in the health food store that can elevate your health and wellness but until your body if your body's feeling you need to store fat until it's working on a more optimal levels they're kind of a waste of your money do you know what i mean so that's why i really focus on like super basics um, but that would be like, you know, so you might want to, you know, add something like that in can you, that definitely you can, you can, it's not a make or break weight loss wise. It's not a make or break weight loss wise. Like if you added it in, you, you it, yeah, it's sure. If you added in what could be one more thing that you're adding in, it's not like a, it's not like it's working against the process. So it, it would totally fit into the program. If that's what you want to know, <laughs> it would totally fit in. It's just not one of, the, one of those things that's not on my top list. Cause it's not a make or break, um, for someone in terms of weight loss. Like that wouldn't be my go-to or why their body's not losing weight. Right. That would just be sort of supporting your exercise, right? Like fine tweaking your exercise routine or adding in something to help you recover from that if you are doing a lot of damage to the body. So hopefully that helps. Hopefully that helps. Also, what time is it for you? I think it's pretty late for you or early for you. I'm not sure which one. Hi, Pam. Non-scale victory. My hip bones have been MIA for years and are now coming back. Yeah, you're going to notice the hip bones, collarbones, all of those things. But you'll notice if you have missed the conversation is that with this process, you'll lose weight in layers as well. That, Max, also that might be to your point too. If you're noticing your body change, 
Um, you might notice it comes off in layers. So if you've lost weight before, you might have no noticed that initial like shock and awe of like, oh, you look like you've lost a lot of weight because where you have lost weight, your body tends to take in pockets. So when you do a burn the fat diet, you force your body to burn fat, your body takes it from places at least needs it. That's why you, you notoriously you lose it from the same places, right? Your face, your boobs, your butt, like whatever. Um, with this, you're going to notice, this is why some of you are like, I've lost 10 pounds and I barely notice. Well, yeah, that's actually a good thing because you're losing it in layers in a very healthy way. You're not, it's not that stark. You look like you starved yourself and deprived yourself for the last couple of weeks. You know what I mean? So that's a good thing. So the, the way you lose is a little different too. So you'll be able to kind of see that next layer. Like I sort of like when you're losing weight, you can kind of see that next size you shining through. It's kind of hard to explain, but if you're looking, you'll find it. You'll find it. Um, I no longer I dread dressing myself. Non-scale victory day. I love it. I no longer dread dressing myself. Last year before I started the program, I hated going through my closet trying to choose something big enough to conceal my body. Look, wake up, look good, feel good, go about your day. I mean, that's my goal for everyone. Literally open your eyes. How do I feel? Oh, I'm fucking tired because I drank two bottles of wine last night. Oh, man, I feel amazing. Jumping out of bed, whatever. You know, um, you know, wake up and just kind of like, you know, get your ass in the shower and not say one detrimental thing to yourself. Oh my God, I feel fat. Oh my God, I'm so gross. Oh my, like, you know, just get your ass in the shower, get ready for a new day, you know, like wash those worries away, you get changed, go to your wardrobe. What am I going to wear today? You know what I mean? That's it. Just puts that you just know it all going to fit. You're going to feel comfortable and all of it. Listen, sometimes I put in my ass, my skinny jeans and like, I'm, they're sliding down. They're so tight. I'm like, oh, I can't breathe. And the other times I put on my skinny jeans and by the end of the day, the butt's baggy and saggy, right? Like it's just sort of like, that's how it is. Um, you know, and it's a nice feeling and that's where I really want you guys to get to. We're not stressing about your bodies. You're not stressing what you're going to eat or not eat. And you're not stressing about what you're going to wear every day. Cause literally everything just looks great on you. Honestly, you're just not even that it looks great on you. You just feel comfortable in everything that you're putting on because you feel comfortable in your skin. And because you feel comfortable in your skin, you feel comfortable in the clothes that you wear. Doesn't that sound just fucking delightful? Honestly, man, it's vibes. It's so vibes. It's so vibes. Hi, Or. Um, I wake up every day at about 8, 30, 9 o'clock. I'm not hungry right in the, right in the minute I wake up. Okay. So all my meal schedule begins a little later in the day. No chance to have dinner after the sun sets. I'm already going to sleep about 1 to 2 a.m. My sleep is great. Is it okay to have dinner late with my schedule? Um, I mean, yes and no. I mean, it's sort of like, like you are going to bed late, but the body starts the wind down process early. And so unless you're being super active, like honestly, unless you're being super active into the evening, maybe you are, I don't know. Um, in that case, yeah, you could totally eat later. Um, but it really is best to kind of keep it to that. Like I wouldn't eat, be eating past 8 o'clock, 8.30. Um, I would kind of, because you you also like might notice that your sleep schedule will really change. Like you're going to notice your body's whole circadian rhythm will change. So that's why you want to follow a proper timeline. Um, if you wake up at 8.39, you want to have breakfast within two and a half hours of waking right? So that would be like 9, 10, 11. So that would push your day back a little bit. Um, but also you have the option of skipping breakfast, which would, which would enable you to eat dinner on that timeline. Um, or if you skip breakfast, then you started your day with that fruit snack, you know, but again, you don't want to like wake up and have your fruit snack. So it depends on that timing. So, I mean, eventually you're, you're eating enough throughout the day that some, most of you are already noticing you're not even all that hungry for dinner, um, because your body is 
winding down early. So it's just sort of like, what is the point of getting it in if it's like way past the point of when your body needs it and can utilize it and benefit from it? So it's, I mean, you can play around with this, play around with this, right? There's no hard and fast rule. I do like when the, as soon as it gets dark though, your body starts pumping up melatonin. But then with that said, we can't be eating at four o'clock every day because it's like dark at like four or five these days. You know what I mean? So, and then, and then also as the days get longer and as we roll into spring um, and it's, you know, into the spring and summer, for example, then you can eat, you'd be eating eight thirty, nine o'clock, no problem. So just play around with it. What you want to do is not feel like you're going to bed with the belly full of food and then waking up groggy and kind of weighed down the next day. Right. So just kind of play around with the timing and then go by how you feel, go by how you feel, go by how you, if your mess is with your sleep or, you know, how you're feeling the next day, you know, it's hard to say because I don't know your schedule and your timeline, but, but in reality, we do want to make sure we're following a realistic timeline that fits our lifestyle. You know, we don't want to be overhauling. Yes, you have to step out of your comfort zone and make some changes, obviously, but at the same time, you know, if you're, if you're always, if you're never going to get out, if you're always going to be sleeping in until eight or nine, there's no point in rewiring your food schedule to, to do opposite of that. Right. So, so it should flow and you, and you'll know you'll, it should flow and you'll know, play around with it. Play around with it. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Second round and definitely having to work harder for the weight loss this time. Sticking with it. Know what will happen. Yeah, it absolutely will. Yeah, absolutely will. Listen, that, that second time around messes with your head because you you got high hopes, high expectations. You know what you need to do. You know what's coming down the pipeline. You have certain expectations on how your body worked last time and what it's going to do this time. And when your body doesn't perform exactly the same, it messes with your head. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? Uh-oh. Is this going to work for me? Yes, it will. <laughs> it works. It's going to work just as well for you the 10th time, um, but it looks different each time. That's the difference. It's going to work just as well for you the 10th time, but each time it looks different because you're bringing a whole new body to the table. And some of you lost some big chunks of weight, right, in the last program. So now you're encountering some long-ass plateaus, but that makes sense because you have to remember you lost a big chunk of weight. So your body might need a minute to plateau, and that's what it's doing. And that's why even... Even if you've been successful in program and plan, you're coming back into it. You want to reset with those first few weeks of the program, right? Um, good morning, Judith. Judith, Judith, Judith. I saw your post yesterday in the words of encouragement, and all I had to say was just, wow. I haven't had the opportunity. I, so what you guys don't know is that I cannot actually comment too much, or I get kicked out of my own group, because um, Facebook will think that I'm spam, so I can't go in there, like everything, and comment on everything, every single post like I would love to. Um, so I'm a bit restricted and have to kind of plan that out. But um, Judith, the, the post you did yesterday, oh my gosh. I just can't. Um, Judith's been with us for a couple groups now, super vocal, um, you know, about all of her feels, about all of the process. And this is what I love about our returning members. And they don't have to take the time to share so thoughtfully, um, yet they do. And if you have not seen the words of encouragement, if you are new to the program and you're having a tough time, you're unsure, any feeling any kind of ways, listen, t head over to that words of encouragement post and just take some time and read it. It's just like so inspiring and it's real. It's real. It's real people sharing their real life journeys, you know, and and you're in, and and you're gonna resonate with so many of them, and so many of them didn't lose in the first few weeks, but have gone on to be successful. And there's so many good tidbits and and shares. And I just want to take this moment moment to thank and all of our returning members who are sharing their support, who are helping to answer questions, and and offering valuable tips and tidbits. Like honestly, it's just a fucking amazing that you would even do that in the first part. But I know deeper than that, you guys actually care and you want our new members to be successful. So it's a tangible vibe, and it's just 
fucking amazing. So back to you, Judith. Illness can really affect everything. Appetite, energy, digestion. It passes and it takes time to heal. Thanks, Gina, for your compassion and sh support all these months I was sick and struggling. Lean on Gina on our team for encouragement and information. Ah, gosh, Judith. Just so happy for you. You just look amazing. You just look amazing. You just look amazing. So I just want to say thank you. I'm glad I had the opportunity to say it uh, on the live today. Hi, Jordana. Am I remembering correct? When you see lots of ups and downs, bump up the water. Yeah, the bounce back effect. When the scale is going up and down, up and down, up and down, and you're feeling detoxing, and you're like, what the frig? Bump up the water a little bit. Like nine times out of 10, that's the fix. And it's not like leaders and leaders and leaders and leaders and leaders really talking like maybe started earlier for the next couple of days. The scale, if the scale is bouncing, what we mean is like make it a priority. Like really, really be on it. Don't necessarily push more, but definitely be on it, right? Um, try to get on it early, spread it out throughout the day. But you'll you'll hear so many people be like, oh, I bumped up in my water, my scale moved. Oh, it worked, it worked, it worked, it worked. Because the body is like as complex as the body is, it's very simplistic in a sense where if you do this, the body will respond like that. And although the diet industry now, like the diet industries are like diets don't work. And now they're like, you know, no, there isn't one diet that fits all, which is so ridiculous because we're all human and we have a body. So why, like, why wouldn't one diet work for us all? Now you have to make it individual to your needs. If you have health issues or food sensitivities or dietary restrictions or cultural needs or whatever that might be, obviously you add your little, you know, personal touch. But for the most part, our bodies all function kind of the same. Some of you have special needs, like you may have been missing your gallbladder or, you know, have a colostomy bag or, you know, um, have diabetes or thyroid issues or those things that you need to work in. Or, you know, maybe your body doesn't exactly work the way other human bodies work from a baseline level. It does. So at the end of the day, you know. Um, so that's why when, when, when you're following the program, this is why we need to know you're following the program. Because if we know what you're, at the very least, we know that you're following, then we can advise based on what's happening, right? Because if you do this, body responds like that. So if you're doing this and you're getting that bouncy on the scale, right? And also you're feeling the detox, something like, I feel like my scale's going to move, but it's just not freaking moving generally add the water in and that's usually the fix then people are like oh my god it's amazing it works yeah because like it's worked for a million people because it's the same old shit every time the same old shit you know which is like kind of like exciting you know exciting because if you're if you're doing this your body should respond like that and we're telling you if it's, it's if it's doing if you're doing this and it's not then these are the few things that you need to do we got so many tips and tidbits for you guys like the, we're just getting started with this maximizing conversation don't forget about the maximizing your food choices as well right not just maximizing your efforts but there's you can take it up and notch in terms of the foods that you're putting together and also a takeaway none of what we're doing in here is forever this is all about losing your weight in the healthiest way so you don't have to worry about it ever again and you can Go back to a normal life. And I can tell you, I don't live a tortured life. What I'm going to eat, not eat. Like, I know I ate a shit ton of stuff yesterday. But it was delicious. I didn't even think about it. It was delicious. I overate it. I didn't even give it a thought. I woke up this morning, you know, maybe feeling the wine. But, you know, I, I'm not tortured. I don't think about what I'm going to eat, not eat. I don't make a plan for myself. I don't follow a plan, you know, now that I'm just living and don't need to lose weight. I, I am following the food plan now because I'm really trying to get a handle on my sleep and my my, my stress. My I've taken a handle the last couple of years and and um, this program does wonders not only for weight loss but just health and wellness in general and I know the stress has really done its number on me so I'm following the food plan now um, obviously loosely in a sense that I you know I can indulge here and there and I'm not I'm not worried about I'm not even I didn't even get on the scale I haven't even got on the scale in a week I don't even know what my weight's at um, but there is a life after weight loss 
there's a life after weight loss where you don't have to do weird shit. And that's where we want to get you guys. That's where we want to get you. Uh, remember that we turn these um, lives into podcasts over on Acast, Apple, and Spotify. Um, we also are turning our guest segments into podcasts as well. Um, so we have um, we have Aaron Kaufman. We have Dr. Paul. Um, we have Jen Pike. Great conversation with her about Hormones 101. Um, and we're going to be talking to Julia Glowinski today. Um, she gave us all sorts of great tips. Even if you think like you're doing the things to get your sleep, it's definitely going to be worth watching. If you can join us at 11, great. If not, um, you know, take a listen to the podcast or we'll post it in our guide so you can take a listen later. I'll also be back tonight at 7 p.m. if you want to join me then. Otherwise, have an amazing day. If I didn't get to your question, pop it over the question of the day page and my team will answer it over there. Bye, guys. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com